Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to the stream and welcome to the team. Today you're training with Tom and we're going to be talking about punting. Absolute love of mine, I absolutely love punting. We're going to start off though first with a poll. I want to find out how many of you guys, and I see you've come from everywhere. Welcome into the stream, um, Joyce, Antonia, Victoria, there are so many of you here. What I want to know is, have you ever heard of punting? Is this something you've heard of before? Do we know what punting is? Yes, of course. I think so. Or no, never heard of it. Have you ever heard of punting? Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the, in the poll. Don't worry if not. We're going to be going through all of that today. So if you've never heard of it, it's a good thing you're here. If you have, I'm going to be able to give you some extra tips and tricks to enjoy your experience a little bit more. Welcome in from Somalia. You haven't, no worries Eunice, we're gonna be explaining everything today. By the end of the stream, you should be able to know what punting is, how to do it yourself, where you can punt, and you're gonna find out a little personal story of mine about when I went punting. So one of you has, um, many of you never heard of it, which is absolutely fine. And uh, welcome to everybody that's just arriving into the stream. Let's get kicked off, okay? What is punting? Let's get started. So, as you can see from the picture on the slide, that might give you a few hints to it, as will maybe what I'm wearing. Uh, have a look here on the shirt as well. We've got a, a couple of oars, which will explain what they are in a second and uh, my lovely little hat here. So punting is the act of going along a river in a boat, okay? It's the act of going along a river in a boat and it's a special type of boat which is called a punt. People go punting for leisure, which is enjoyment, and you won't need anything. You can do it all by yourself and I'll explain exactly step by step how somebody punts um, and I had a lot of experience myself because where I come from is a place that's particularly good for punting, which is the act of going along a river in a boat. While punting boats look similar to a gondola, you guys might have heard of what a gondola is, which is most famously used in Venice, there is a big difference in how it is powered, how we move it. So a gondola is powered by a single oar fixed to the side of the boat. Now an oar, as I said, will explain it. Like on this picture on my shirt, and you see that an oar is a pole with a flat blade used to row a boat through water. Like a rowing boat, for example, yeah? But that is what an oar is. It's a flat blade used to row a boat through water. That would be what is used in a gondola in Venice. A punt, and punting is different. So a punt, the power comes from the punter, which is the driver, pushing a long pole off the riverbed. So I'll have a long pole here to the side of me, I'll drop it in the water, and it's gonna hit the riverbed at some point. I push down, and that will send me forwards along the river. So that is, so you need quite a, a shallow river to be able to go punting. You can't just do it anywhere you want. It's a particular type of area that you'll be able to do it, and we'll get onto that very, very soon. Okay, we're gonna have a question. First, first question for you guys. 
What is a punt? What is a punt? We're going to start off easy. These questions, there will be a couple of harder ones here in today's lesson. We'll start off nice and easy. Hopefully, I've explained it well enough that you guys can answer this question correctly. Is a punt a type of car, a type of boat, or a boat often used in Venice? A little, a little bit of a trick there. Don't get, don't get caught out. Don't get caught out. We've made the distinction that it isn't the same as a gondola, which is used in Venice. It's a different type of boat. Different type of vehicle, vessel, if you will, technical term, that you used to go along the river with. Very well done. Lots of you getting this right. Absolutely, it's a type of boat. It is not a boat that's often used in Venice. I'm sure in parts of Venice you could probably use a punt, um, but the water is quite deep, so you need to use an oar to propel yourself forward. Whereas with a punt, you use the ground to push yourself. It is a type of boat not typically associated with Venice. So, how do we power it? Now, I've given you a few clues and I've just gone over it again for you. This next quiz question should be very, very easy, hopefully. Almost like uh, SUP surfing, but with passengers. I mean, I guess you could do SUP surfing on the same course as the, uh, the punting, but then you'd have to put the oar in. A bit difficult. Um, how do we power the punt? How do we power the punt? With an engine? With a fixed oar? Or with a long pole? You guys, you guys are doing great. You're absolutely smashing it. Almost everybody getting it right. Pretty much everybody. With a long pole, of course. We put the pole right down into the water and use ourselves to push that against the riverbed and use, that sail, use ourselves and our weight to push ourselves forward along the river. So what does a punt look like? We've explained that you use a pole. We've explained what type of boat it is and what type of conditions we need. But what does it look like? Now, I've got a nice diagram for you here. Um, not sure if you can see it all there, but um, the most important thing is to note what it looks like. It's quite different from a typical type of boat. You won't need to know the technical terms, but as you can see, um, but we're not gonna get technical today, but I want you to get a clear image of what it looks like. There is one thing missing, which we've discussed, and that is the most important part, which is the pole. Now with this pole, it can be called a quant pole, or a setting pole, if you want to get technical, but we're not gonna go too deep into it. And this is handled by a single person. So there's one driver, and that is called the punter. And because it's a pushing tool, we push ourselves forwards, it is generally used from the stern, which is the back of the boat, which you can see on the picture. So, moving on, just wanted you to get an idea of what it is. How do you punt? How does one actually punt? We can all do this ourselves, it doesn't take too much um, training or practice. So let's walk through how we do it, and I'll try and use gestures to explain it. It's gonna be difficult without having a boat or a pole here, but we will do our best. First of all, you've got to get onto the boat. Now, as we said, it's pushing and pushing from the back of the boat. So walk all the way to the end of the punt and stand up on the deck. You may wobble, but don't be scared. With a good wide standing position, 
and knees bent, you'll be fine. Take your time to get used to the pump, rock it side to side if necessary, so you know how it reacts on the water. So to make the pump move, now this is very important of course, we wanna go forwards down the river or even sideways, maybe even backwards. Um, to make it move, use a long pole to propel yourself as we've mentioned. Now you can put it on either side of the boat. So if you're right-handed, you're gonna put it down on the right-hand side, just alongside the boat. If you're left-handed, you're gonna put it down on the left-hand side of the boat, whichever is your strongest side, that's the one you'll be wanting to use. Right, whichever's most comfortable, use that. to so lift your pole out of the water, raising it hand over hand, like this. Then place the bottom of your pole against the outside of your boat, near your back foot, okay? Which should be your right foot. If you're right-handed, your back foot should be your right foot. Put it towards there and drop the pole into the water. Drop the pole into the water down the riverbed, letting it fall through your hands. Don't worry, you, you'll be able to do it. This is very easy, anyone can do it. You're gonna start walking your hands to the top of the pole. When you're at the top of the pole, don't forget to hold on to it, push it down into the riverbed, and you'll be going forwards. It's really bad if you lose your pole because you won't be able to get it back, maybe. So now you're moving forwards, putting the pole down, using the riverbed, pushing yourself forwards on the river. Now we're gonna be talking about steering. The steering is moving a boat in a sideways direction. It's a technical term for that. So steering is moving side to side in a boat. After pushing off, you've pushed off, we're going forwards. Now what we wanna do is you want to leave the pole trailing behind us in the water. If you leave it to the left-hand side, you will go left. If you leave it to the right-hand side, you will go right. Very, very simple. And also, if you need to turn around, this could be important. If you need to get back to give the boat back after the boat high, you might have to turn around in the river. You simply drop the pole to the left or the right and push from the side. So you drop it in the water and push and it will spin it backwards. Because remember, you are standing at the back of the boat. Now don't worry if this is a lot of information to take in. We're just going through it practically how you'd be able to punt. So if you are taking all of this in, well done, you'd be able to go punting tomorrow. If not, don't worry. I learned it without knowing anything and it's something I think you should all do. It's great fun. So, if you need to stop, there aren't any brakes, unfortunately. If you need to stop, there are no brakes, but you can lift the pole, lift the pole out of the water and put it in slightly in front of you as to stop. And if you're strong enough, you might even be able to push yourself backwards. So that is how you punt. We're gonna have a couple of questions now. As I said, a lot of information. And um, Jen, we will get on to where you can practice punting. That's coming very, very soon. But first of all, a couple of quiz questions and then I'll explain where you can go punting. You surely did not look calm in punting. Glad you've had the experience of doing it. Uh, Lorena, welcome in. What does steering mean when punting? 
What does steering mean when punting? Is it moving the punt forwards, moving the punt backwards, or moving the punt sideways? What does steering mean when punting? No, that's absolutely right, Flatterfrau. Normally a river is deeper than a pole is long. Absolutely. That is why you can't go punting anywhere. There has to be specific rivers and places where you can do punting, because of course you're right. Some rivers are too deep. Well done. A lot of you are getting it right. Um, so steering is moving the punt or boat sideways. We want to steer in a direction, okay? So it's moving the punt sideways. Congratulations if you did get that right. So now, related to that question, now that we know what steering is, driving, moving the punt, how can you steer the punt? Taking the pole out of the water, leave the pole in the water and move it left or right, or pushing the pole in the water slightly in front of you. Is it taking the pole out of the water, leaving the pole in and moving it left or right, or pushing it in front of you. Now, as we did say, pushing the pole in the water slightly in front of you, this is our version of the brakes on the punt. So it won't be that one, unfortunately, if you have put that. So a lot of you are getting it right, to be honest, you're absolutely smashing it once again. Taking the pole out of the water won't do anything. If you want to steer, you need to leave the pole in the water behind you and use it to maneuver, okay? You just let it lie there. How long is a pole? A pole is, is very long. It's about three, three and a half meters long. Um, I don't know exactly, but it's, it's very, very long. Um, you know, really, really high ceiling. It's very long. Bigger than a person is, absolutely. Next thing, and we've already had this in the chat being asked, where can I go punting? Now this is very important to know if you do want to go punting, and it's typically something um, done in England, um, but cities with small rivers or shallow water uh, allow you to be able to punt. As we've said, we use a pole to punt and we use it off the riverbed. So we can't do it in any river or any place that has water. We need the right conditions. So the most famous place to find it would be where I'm from, and that is Cambridge. The so Cambridge is probably the most famous place, and this is a picture of King's College in Cambridge. And that is the place we would most likely find punting because it's got a gravel bed, so the bed is quite gravelly, sandy, uh, and then you're able to push off that very nicely. Also, not to mention, it has beautiful scenery and university colleges that you can have a look at. Um, other places you can find it are Oxford, Canterbury, Stratford and East London in Regent's Canal. So lots of places um, in and around Cambridge and London and also Oxford. That's amazing to hear in Indonesia you can go punting as well. That is, that is amazing to hear. I'm sure there are lots of other places around the world um, that you can do punting in, but typically this is where you find it and this is where it's sort of come from. So what if you do want to go punting, practically, what types of 
Hires. Oh, we've got a question first. Where can you go punting? This should be very easy. Of course, Indonesia isn't on here, um, but you say you can go punting in Indonesia. Well, that, that could have been one of the options here, but on the options we have, where can you go punting? Mount Fuji, anywhere there is a river, or Cambridge. Mount Fuji, anywhere there is a river, or Cambridge. You guys are getting it right yet again. You guys are very clever with these quizzes. I did try to make some of them hard as well and you guys are smashing it. Well done to you guys. If you did, however, say anywhere there is a river, then remember we have a long pole, but it's not really, really long and we need to push off the ground, off the riverbed. So if a river is too deep, we're not able to do that, okay? So it needs to be in a river where it's shallow, so where the water isn't very deep, so we can use the pole to push off the ground and push ourselves forward. So well done if you just said Cambridge. It was a little bit of a trick question, but it's important to know you can't go punting anywhere. We need the right conditions. Okay, if you do wanna go punting, and I would recommend Cambridge, I'm a little bit biased, of course, because I was born in Cambridge, I lived in Cambridge most of my life, that is where I would go, but how much would it cost you? If you wanted to go, how much would it cost you? How expensive is punting? It can range. There is many different packages offered from champagne packages. There are uh, afternoon tea uh, packages. There's a fireworks display. Famously, the May Ball fireworks is a highlight in Cambridge. So you can get punting tours in many, many forms. I would advise if you do go punting and you're visiting a new city, then do go with somebody that knows what they're talking about. Go with um, a tour guide, that would be perfect. However, if you don't wanna do that and you wanna have the best amount of fun, my personal opinion is give it a go yourself. Give it a go yourself. Two hours will cost you roughly 30 pounds, and it's a great deal of fun, uh, especially if somebody falls in. <laughs> yes, Lorena, that's it. You can get stuck in the riverbed, you can fall in, you can bump into other boats, and everybody else there is kind of relaxed. It's a leisure activity, people do it for fun, so have some fun with it. Go and do it yourself if you visit anywhere that has punting on offer. And, uh, but if you really want to know about the history, take a tour guide. They will know everything about the, the university, the colleges, about the river, about anything you see. So, moving on to our final part, and it's about a personal story of mine when I went punting. I hope you'll be interested to hear. Um, I must have been, and this is a picture you can see on the slide. This is a picture of me punting. Not my best picture. But um, I hope you'll appreciate that I've put it up here for you guys. My experience with punting. So I must have been uh, about 18 years old and I went punting with the rugby team uh, in Cambridge. And so a lot of students, there are a lot of students in Cambridge, they do this challenge and we thought it seemed like a fun idea too. The challenge is 
to climb up from the punt onto one of the many footbridges there are on the River Cam. So we run the punt, we're on the back of it, we climb up to a bridge, we have to walk across the bridge and then climb down back into the punt before the punt travels past us. Um, however, the punter, the driver of the punt, has the power. They can, of course, stop the punt at any time. So uh, a friend and I, we decided to do this challenge, uh, but as we climbed down to get back into the boat, we were left hanging there, literally hanging there, waiting for the punter, the driver of the punt, to come underneath us so we could drop back down. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't for a few minutes, but eventually we arrived down safely without getting wet. Um, so punting could be a great deal of fun. I wouldn't necessarily recommend um, doing the, the challenge where, where you go over the bridge, but it's a great deal of fun and I recommend it to anybody that wants to. I hear a lot of you in the chat saying about places um, where you can go and do it and that's amazing. I've learned something today. I hope you guys have learned something about punting and if you do have any questions, make sure to drop it in the next stream that I'll be doing or at any point um, and you can ask me about more experiences with punting. I'll be here, I'll be back. I hope you have enjoyed the stream and I will catch you next time. Until then, bye-bye, take care.